Welcome to another episode of War Stories. I'm Tom. And I'm Chuck. <clears throat> and uh, we have, I don't know if this is, this isn't really a debrief. This is more of a, we need to dedicate an episode to holy fuck what is actually happening. Um, yeah. Because there's, there. I don't know how much of this is national news. I know it's made the news. Um, and I get it because <clears throat> big time news. a lot of what goes down in Southern California and in L.A., still comes up in my feed from living there for so long and right. so many people but this actually affects someone close to you uh yeah okay. a friend of mine and very close we're going to talk about this so welcome to this week um i don't even know how to describe it we'll just dive into it the fucking los angeles police department released the names and photographs and i think serial numbers of yes. over nine thousand cops yeah about nine thousand two hundred nine thousand three hundred um including police officers police officers who work undercover which is very dangerous that's fucking dangerous uh they released the serial number the email uh your ethnicity your gender the division you work at your rank you're of hire um and then there's more that they're trying to get um this information i'm reading it straight from this the one of the the officers that were um we're looking at um name shall not be named uh the information on this page was disclosed by the los angeles police department in late 2022 and early in 2023 uh email addresses is pieced together from the standard lmpd email format of serial number at lapd.online serial number is a unique lapd identifier this is straight from watcher watcher uh for every officer this is different from an officer's badge number we have filed a public records request with the lapd to get badge numbers we plan to add those here when we get them along with payroll information, disciplinary records, and more. So here's the fucking problem with that. The moment you start, like, what, what are you trying to get at for payroll information? Because you can go on uh, certain websites and it'll show what officers, people in public jobs have made. It's um, a salary cap thing for the state of California. So I don't know what they're trying to get at with the payroll information, if, like addresses and things like that. That's That's scary. Uh, disciplinary records, that's fucking bad, you know, because um, things that are necessarily in disciplinary records aren't, aren't like bad things, right? Like just because you got some discipline, like some complaints under your under your belt doesn't mean you're a bad officer. And, and most of them could be all sustained. Maybe one is is um, actually happened, you know, like and you got in trouble for it. So that's ridiculous. And that taints the the eye of of, you know, like, say, if you're going to trial court that taints the eye of the, the jury It's like, Oh, this, this, this cop is bad. And most of the times in, in jury trials, they do a pitches motion, pitches motion anyways, to yeah. get the officer stuff. And then at least well, allow let's talk about that for a second to fight. But, like, for those of you that don't know, I mean, any cop that's worth oh. their shit knows. And we've talked about this. There's uh Brady V Maryland. Okay. You end up, if you, if you're a cop who ends up on the Brady list, um, you're, fucked and a lot of times that's what gets you fired right so yeah. when i was coming up in law enforcement i was told don't lie do you know you can do a lot of shit but don't lie right <laughs> because if you fucking lie they're gonna fire you and the way it works is and this is why some of this stuff the watch the watcher shit is bullshit there is already mechanisms in place where if police officers are caught and are disciplined for lying and i mean about anything right you fucking put in for a sick day and you tell your boss you're sick and it turns out you're not sick at a regular job. They're like, dude, don't use your fucking sick time like that. Or some, some people are like, it's your fucking sick time. I don't care what you do with it. Right. Right. You tell your boss you're sick on the police department and you're not sick and they decide to fang you for it and say you used inappropriate use of sick time and you lie about it. Then you're going to get fucking fired because that lying goes in your fucking jacket. Yeah. And now you end up on the Brady list and well, Brady DAs, list is, I think lying on the stand. No, it's any lie in your discipline background. So then what happens is the attorneys at trial on any case you have to testify in, they'll file a pitches motion. And some DAs do this voluntarily. They just give 
this shit over freely and some make you file the motion, but it, it basically gives you the records and background and including discipline information. If the person has ever been disciplined for lying, it says, yes, this officer has been disciplined for lying. Right. And so a lot of DAs are like, well, fuck it. If this officer, if I put this officer on the stand on cross-examination, they're going to find out that this officer was disciplined for lying. That's going to wreck their credibility and boom, there's no point in putting them on the stand because juries aren't going to believe cops who've been disciplined for lying. And your department says, well, if you can't testify on the stand, you're no good to us. So they fire you. you're unable to do your job. And because you're unable to do your job, you're fired. That's kind of how the shit rolls downhill real quick when you lie. Okay. That being said, let's go all the way back to good old early 2000s, Chuck. We talked about this. RateMyCop.com. The site does not exist yeah. anymore. That shit was hilarious. But basically, there was a whole movement in the it's 2000s. Like Yelp. The Yelp for, <laughs> for, cops. for cops. Yeah. So, But there was a movement in the 2000s where there was case, and I, I, I can't remember what the case law was, but there was a court decision that came down that said that if somebody puts in public <laughs> records requests for police officers' identities, the departments are required to divulge it. And the court said, unless in some cases they can say that there's safety issues for the officers and they, they have, they can file a court order or file a motion uh, to get certain identities protected. But if you're just, you know, Joe patrol, the court was saying, yeah, you got to give their information up. That's crazy. Cause nowadays it's so fucking dangerous out there to be a law enforcement officer associated with law enforcement or anything. Like we've, we've got memos from at the right. station strip off your blue line shit no more don't have it and it happened when the whole like chris dorner thing was going around too mm-hmm. hey be careful pull your shit off he's targeting cops all right cool and then it kind of subsided hey, it doesn't really matter you know put your blue line because i i have some metallic awesome metallic that are like 20 bucks a piece blue line metal flags that you know i'd put one very small one under you know the my truck the, the make and model of my truck or whatever on the on the tailgate <clears throat> And then recently, in the last few years, um, like in the last four, they were like, you need you guys need to start stripping that shit off of your car and roll call. Like, start stripping it off your car. Don't advertise that you're cops. We obviously already tint our windows. Yeah, we used to do really that. We, to, that used to be the rule. Don't uniform. put cop shit on your car. That used uh, That's the I way like I was raised. Flag, but it was getting worse. And it was getting worse to the fact that uh, cops were getting, coppers were getting doxxed at home by other people like... Um, you know, whatever the anonymous people or during the whole like uh, George Floyd thing, there was coppers getting doxxed. Um, and even before that, in 2012, uh, 13 and 14, um, when Obama was in, coppers were getting followed home and killed. Like, so it's like this dangerous time to be a police officer where cops are getting ambushed inside their home, you know, uh, on their way home and, and killed. And so we were told to rip that shit off. And now our information is just being put out there. Like, I don't want people to know that I'm a law enforcement officer. I don't want them to know. I used to be really proud of the profession, but now I'm scared of saying, hey, I'm a cop. And then my next door neighbor down the fucking street that just moved in, who doesn't know that I'm a cop, finds out that I'm a cop. Maybe he's got some buddies coming over and they're drinking and they're shooting the shit. Next thing I know, I've got assholes at my doorstep that I'm just coming outside, hanging out with my kids. You know, I don't want that to follow me home because I don't want to impact my children. You know, We've all done this job because we want to, we have a calling for something higher, you know, a stronger power and higher power than us. And most of us do this job to help people. And we don't want criminals to come and find us at home, like to have our full name. Like, even if we arrest someone, they're going to have our full fucking name. You know, it's on the, it's on the, it's public record. It's on, it's on the arrest report. However, I don't need them giving out my payroll information. I don't need them giving out my address. So far, it hasn't happened with the addresses, but now it's more readily available. 9,000, over 9,000, 9,000 plus officers' names and information are now out there. Now all you have to do is run a background search on them that you can pay some money for. To prove our point, Chuck was in our group thread with all of us on the locker room and was like, hey, my buddy works for LAPD and his information just hit the internet. And you can look him up and it'll fucking bring up his ID photo and his all of his fucking department information. So Matt was like, really? Fucking boom. Like right there on the spot, typed it into the internet and fucking all his, all his information came right up. 
So yep. LAPD dumped all the records. And guess what? They did not protect undercover officers' identities. No, they just said, fuck it, release it. Well, and I know some so, undercovers that are like, you can't tell. They look like gangsters because they have to. And they're deep undercover because they've been working cases deep undercover. And you're just like, what the fuck? And that's all I can really speak on it because I don't want to you know, out this guy. Yeah. So you know? they did this, right? So now this is the amazing part. Um, the chief of the Los Angeles Police Department, Mike, um, uh, uh, Michael Moore. What an unfortunate name, too. <laughs> Two pieces of shit named after this with the same name. Um, so if you do something to change that name, like change the uh, the stigma behind it, but he just makes it worse. Nope. He's a. I'll I'll put it this way. Uh, he's no Daryl Gates. Um. He's not even a Charlie Beck. <laughs> he's worse than Beck. <laughs> and and Charlie Speaking Beck was not my friend. You know, Char- no. Hey, I I know Charlie Beck wasn't. Ex- I, that's the thing. I didn't work there. I just know plenty of people that work there. And 100%, Charlie Beck too. was not a fan favorite. Like, no, not at all. Like I could name you some of the chief dude. Bratton was more liked than, yeah. and Bratton came from the NYPD. And if you think that the LAPD officers really liked having a chief that came from the New York Police Department, you are sadly mistaken. And yet, a lot of people liked Bratton more than they liked Beck, and they liked Beck more than they liked Moore. It's weird, but Bratton had a spine. Uh, Beck yeah. did not. Uh, Beck at the end was definitely. Um, Beck came up through the ranks and owed people blow um, favors. Uh, yeah, he was definitely giving out favors. Like, like there was some nepotism and cronyism hardcore oh, yeah. going on, and For like sure. out in the open, you normally try to hide that shit. Nah, he didn't give a fuck. Okay, so I'm going to read you this from LawOfficer.com. Law, law enforcement officers generally do not like to have their names or photographs depicted in a public forum as a measure of safety for themselves as well as their family members from would-be miscreants. This explains why officers with the Los Angeles Police Department are fuming after the agency recklessly released information involving undercover personnel. LAPD did not freely offer details about their employees. They were compelled to disclose names, badge numbers, and photos of more than 9,000 officers, except for those assigned to specialized units as a result of a demand via the California Public Records Act. The request came from a citizen journalist. By the way, citizen journalist is code for jack wagon on the internet. So let me tell you something that my friend at LAPD heard. Wait, can um, I, let me finish. Re- let me finish okay, reading this. Disregarding and citizen okay. journalist, though. Yeah. Okay. Although LAPD was not supposed to release the names of undercover personnel or those involved in sensitive positions, the agency carelessly included the identifying information as well as images of personnel working undercover assignments, which was a major gaffe, officials acknowledged. Quote, we made a mistake. We made a big mistake. Los Angeles Police Department Chief Michael Moore told Fox 11 Los Angeles during an interview. I deeply regret that this mistake happened. I understand personally, given my own death threats and on matters of me as a public figure and my family has endured as chief. And even before that, how troubling this can be to a member of this organization and even more so to those that are involved in sensitive and or confidential investigations, Moore said. As a result of the information dump, some anti-police websites are having a field day and criminally targeting the Los Angeles Police Department officers. Quote, we have people who have taken the list and are now criminally, we believe, making threats against the safety of officers, mm-hmm. calling for a bounty, and a, we'll get into more of that later, right. calling for a yeah, bounty right. and awarding a bounty for individuals who would go out and kill a cop, more explained. Two things that we've messed up on. One, we should have told our people when we reached a settlement, and we should have told them the basis for it, said Moore. Secondly, when we provided the list, we made a mistake in that we did not identify all the individuals in the organization who are involved in sensitive undercover investigations that should have been kept from them. Quote, I'll stand by what I've said. I have no reason to lie. I believe when you, I believe when you mess up, we mess up. We need to own it, said Moore. Owning it has not appeased rank-and-file officers. Many are fuming. Detective Jamie McBride said, this is serious. You might remember that name from our podcast. Uh, This is serious. This is not a mistake. This is reckless. Los Angeles Police Protective League has filed a complaint against Chief Moore and an an unnamed police administrator for the release of the information, according to McBride. Moreover, Los Angeles Police Protective League is also demanding that Twitter and Google remove information from their platforms that are threatening the personal safety of police officers. So it's it, the article goes on to talk a little bit more about the threats and we'll get into that. Um, but right. That's the gist of it is they <clears throat> fucked up. Now, what were you saying? 
so anyone uh, this comes from this comes from my friend over at the LAPD and this comes from during the riots um when anybody with a fucking YouTube account or a phone that says they're a journalist that says they're reporting whether it be on a fucking Instagram account or whatever were allowed to have press passes and get past the right. um riots we would be journalists. We're like we're like whoa 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 my friend was like whoa 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 and was like um so anybody now that has a fucking cell phone camera and a YouTube account can be right. a journalist instead of the people from Fox, CBS, right? The the big the daily big time, the, yeah. brands, you know, Newsmax, Daily or News, whatever. LA Times, Newsmax. Fucking, yeah. So now, well, it's a hard it's hard to define. Five followers can be right. like, oh well. So now we're like, well, what? hold on. They're like, hold on. These officers are like, hold on. Um. So if we're in a skirmish, and we're f- we're we're going to town. They're throwing rocks and bottles. We're going to town, and one of the people who we know is an aggravator. Maybe we can't arrest him at this point. He's like, no, no, I'm a, I'm a journalist. I'm, I'm just trying to get through. I'm just trying to get through and get good shots. Technically, we have to let him through. Right, right. They're journalists as, the same way I'm models are person. models on Instagram, and right. operators are operators on Call of Duty. Like that's the kind of right. like they're they're fucking. They named themselves that. Right. So now. So I just wanted to get that out there. And now after all this stuff has been got out, my buddy um, let me know that um, his league is now um, filing lawsuits, individual lawsuits, but I guess it could turn into a class action. So that's all right. I, all he could really speak on is I was like, oh, shit, well, that's a lot. But, you know, that that's something. Right. And then <clears throat> I was trying to research this morning right before the show. Um, and I popped up my Google browser. And the first thing that's on the main page, Los Angeles Times. And it's LAPD officer sues owner of anti-cop website for posting uh, photos, bounty. And this was exactly what you were speaking towards with the bounty on cops. Well, let's finish talking about just giving out the information and then we'll get into this fucked up shit. That is another level of fucked up. But it also goes to why we don't want to do this. So I, you guys who've been listening long enough know I worked an undercover assignment. While I was undercover, the case law came out and rape my cop came out and they were trying to like my buddy, my buddy was on rape my cop. And the deal was you can look it up. Wikipedia still has an entry on rape my cop. Um, right. They they put in requests for information. And they would list all these police officers names and everything. And you could go on there and find the cop that you got a ticket from or find the cop that fucking arrested you or whatever. And you would give them like a, a review. <laughs> she was awesome. It's fucking, this is, I mean, it's kind of brilliant and kind of stupid. Like from the perspective of launching a website, it's, it's kind of a fucking stroke of genius, but right. from the perspective of like, holy shit, officer safety and complaints and all that other stuff, it right. was a nightmare. Right. So I'm working yes. undercover. And everybody in my unit got notified that our information was going to be released. Our my entire twelve person unit was different departments, and so some chiefs, because we were all from different agencies, some chiefs were like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. We're not releasing shit." And they took proactive measures to file the court order, right, to prevent information from being released. But and then you, other agencies yeah. dragged their fucking feet and were like, well, we got to figure out like how we're going to comply with this. And I don't know how we're going to, we got to be able to just, no, motherfucker, uh, I'm working undercover. Look, like I'm going up should, it's a, a no. to drug dealer. It's no. The answer is yeah, no. You have to protect it. They don't even go to court for certain purposes. You write your report so you can't go to court. Right. There's, there's, you don't want there's your identity be known. Yeah, there, I, we could, I mean, I, I won't get into some of the investigative techniques on this podcast because they're still used, but there are right. so many things that you do to officers, you know, what I'm talking about to wall off your investigation, <laughs> wall stop <laughs> <laughs> to wall off your investigation. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, from the, the general public, I'll, I'll give you one right. that um, we used because I don't think it's really given much away, but. Um, there's a certain amount of time that you have between when you develop probable cause and the time you have to get the warrant signed based on the freshness of that probable cause. Right. So 
it's if your probable cause goes stale, the judge is like, now nah, you're you don't have anything fresh. You need to freshen up your probable cause. Right? right. But if you know what that time frame is, you get your warrant signed as close to the stale date of your probable cause as you can. And then once you get your warrant signed, you have X number of days to serve it. And then sometimes you will wait as long as you can and you might serve it on the very last day. Why? Well, sometimes in your investigations, sometimes some of the things you do at the beginning of your investigation, right? If, 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 if person A goes in and buys narcotics, let's say an undercover officer goes in and buys narcotics. And then the very next day or that same week, that drug dealer's house gets smashed. They have a very small pool of suspects who could be the person that ratted them out and could be the undercover. But if person A buys narcotics from a, a drug dealer and then four weeks later, the search warrant goes down. The amount of people that could have been the rat or could have been the undercover grows exponentially, right? Right. So sometimes you will do things to for safety for safety, for, for protection of your sources, for protection of yeah, your so investigation. You <laughs> Other times you will get the warrant and you will smash it right away because you know they're sitting on a ton of dope. And you're like, we don't want this dope to get away, right? So this is why I say I'm not giving anything away because anybody listening to this is like, oh, well, that seems obvious. Like that's, that makes total sense. I'm not giving away any sensitive information with that, but those are the kinds of things that you have to take into consideration. Most people don't take that shit into consideration, right? Like I wore a fucking wire sitting in a car with a drug dealer. And the only thing I had was a body wire and a fucking gun. I didn't have my badge and a vest. I didn't have shit. You know what I had? I had a gun and I had a wire and had a bunch of fucking badass motherfuckers in raid gear parked around the corner in a van. And if it, it went sideways, I had to hold my own until they got there to save my ass. Right. It would be the longest 30 seconds of your life. Correct. So to me, when my department was ready to release the inf- my information, guys, I took phone calls. My wife and I laugh about it to this day. And my kids finally have heard about this. And they're, they're like, really? So when I was working uh, this one particular case, I had a burner phone and the only person who had that number was the drug dealer. Right now. He didn't know that he was the only person that had that number. He thought that was just my phone. So when that phone rang, like I'd be home and my kids would be watching fucking blues clues. And my wife would be, it'd be like a Saturday and we'd be out in the backyard. I'd be barbecuing hamburgers. Kids would be watching fucking TV. Wife would be fucking mixing margaritas or whatever the phone ring. I'd be like, I got to go. And I would disappear into my garage and lock the door. And then I would be in my garage for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And then I'd come out and then I'd go write down some notes, type something up and then go back to what I was doing. Took me about, you know, half hour, right? Half hour out of my day. Usually I wouldn't even charge, fuck you department. I wouldn't even charge you for that time. Right. Right. But you just do it. It's part of your job. Imagine. When you're dealing with people that are offering to sell you, you know, quantity of methamphetamine, not like a teener, not like a fucking ounce, but like half pound, quarter pound, right? Of meth. This guy wanted to sell me machine guns. You know, he wanted to sell me anything he, because he thought I was the fucking, he thought I was the golden goose, right? In the middle of all that, my department wants to release my personal information. Get fucked, dude. And my picture? Yeah. You like that's it was you know patently what, unsafe. You know what struck me is when you're reading that thing regarding the what what um Moore said <clears throat> is that he was like, Yep, we made a mistake. So you made a conscious this is like you made a you already admitted to making a conscious decision between you and someone else to release everything and didn't discuss it with anyone. And then you're like, Yeah, that was a bad idea. You're telling me you couldn't foresee this coming down and you're the chief of fucking police. You couldn't, you couldn't be like, oh, 
well, maybe that isn't a good idea because there's people undercover, you know, maybe just cops don't want their, their info out. Maybe they don't live in the best area. Maybe they're, you know, not letting everyone know that they're a cop. And now everybody fucking knows. And you're telling me you made a conscious decision to not think about any of the repercussions that it would have you and some other idiot. And then you then come back later on the news and try to, you know, make face, say face and apologize and be like, yeah, well, we did make the wrong decision, but we messed up. Sorry, guys. That doesn't okay. cut it, man. Let's let's back up a second That's and it. let's that talk about how I want to how many of this you guys man. that are listening to this that are police officers think for one fucking second. If you violate policy or you fuck up on a call You're and you screw the pooch so bad. And you 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 find yourself in the middle of an IA across the fucking desk from the lieutenant who's about to fucking take you to a skelly or a Liebarger or fucking try to jam days on the beach or worse a fucking firing or an down your throat or oh god well fuck and you just say hey you know what I just want to acknowledge that I made a mistake I made a really big mistake and then it's all good right and then he, that that IA lieutenant goes. Oh, oh, you acknowledge you made him. Okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to just take this entire IA and throw it in the fucking trash now because you know you made a mistake. Yeah. Let's see that fucking fly. Let's the amount of unfairness of this department is fucking crazy. If you're if you're above lieutenant and above or above a lieutenant, you get preferential special treatment. Because if you were to do something, let's say DUI, right? Mm. Say you're you're a female um, lieutenant, right? Oh, well, now or you got two things seat. going for you. And <laughs> you're driving and you're drunk. And this isn't mm-hmm. your first first incident driving drunk, right. getting caught for it. And you, right. you get in a crash, you get caught, you don't kill anybody, you don't hurt anybody, but you hurt yourself, you get in a wreck. And you get arrested, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Slap Not even on the your wrist. Own personal car. You get put in into the captain's office right at the division that you're at so they can watch you in the meantime you get a promotion and then a year later you get assigned to a different position and now you're in the complaint unit hmm. and then from there you get promoted out and now you're riding the ranks again where uh-huh. hold on if a patrol officer was to do the exact same fucking thing guess what would happen they get Fired. stuck on the front desk for a fucking year and if it was their first offense, they would get stuck and they didn't hurt anybody and they didn't run from the cops and they got arrested, whatever. And it was just TC uninvolved, you know. Yeah, because they're going to get their license suspended so they can't drive right. a police car. So, so they're going to get their fucking house the fucking desk for a year or two. And then they cannot promote for the next five fucking years. Why? Because it's an unwritten rule. That you can't promote for the next five fucking years. So then when you get off the desk, you have three years to write out. Yet a fucking lieutenant or captain gets put into the captain's office. That's her punishment, right? And I'm I'm just speaking hypothetically. This isn't this isn't real facts like it ever happened, right? From the stuff that I know about LAPD or whatever. Uh, this, this I'm going to tell just, you it fucking hundred percent has happened. I I can tell you whether Charlie knows this or not. Or I can tell you fucking one hundred percent this shit has happened. And right. I don't work so, there, and neither does Chuck. We don't fucking yeah. And cronyism is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. It's right? off the chain. Because if you know someone or your family of someone, guess what you get taken care of? And then Lieutenant Above, what, cronyism is friends, right? Nepotism is family, right? Family is nepotism. Cronyism is your homies. Yeah. Okay. So the cronyism is just in the unfairness when you get to that level. And look at the chief. Look at, look at this chief of police. He admits to fucking over 9,300 law enforcement officers for the Los Angeles Police Department, right? Who are undercover, working special assignments, working major crimes, working... um you know, uh, the major homicides, you know, undercover narcotics, undercover gangs, uh, regular division gangs, division narcotics, um, and vice vice units, division vices, and, and all these other units that require on amnesty or, or, or their hidden information so that they can go in and do by bus. They can go in and do, you know, the, the, the John stings, they can go in and do all this stuff. Right. And, and then regular cops who maybe sometimes go it, into working these units right because just because you're a patrol officer does not mean you never get attached to vice gangs or narcotics because i can tell you one thing i've worked patrol for 10 years and i've worked with gangs on on 
special assignments. I've worked with narcotics on special assignments. I've worked with vice on special assignments. You know, I I've had major cases go to federal court. Um, I've had the ATF come down and be like, Hey, that's a big fucking case. We're going to take it from you. All right, cool. You know, so just because you're patrol doesn't mean, Oh, let, throw your fucking name out there. Because what if in a year down the road, I go into an undercover assignment or I get tasked out to the FBI or I get tasked out to DEA from the agency Mm -hmm. that I work, you know, uh, which is very small. And so I go to these different places. Right. But now my name is out there. All my info is out there. I can't fucking go and do it. I can't go and do it because your shit's out there already. You're fucked. Right. So now you're getting rid of. And I think this is the whole the watch the watchers thing is to get rid of any type of. Well, we have to explain what that is, too. Right. So this watch the watchers coalition is the, 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 the people who filed the lawsuit uh, or filed the, the suit for LAPD and the city of LA to get all this information on, on cops and then publish it um, for public, whatever um, for public view. <clears throat> so now if all these people are out there and, and they're doing a bust and let's say in LA, right. And they just, Hey, what's his name? What's his face? And they, and they try to skim real quick, you know, or whatever they have some fucking algorithm. Cause that can happen. Right. Mm. Um, if you have a coder and he throws a fucking picture of your face into the system, boom, next thing you know, your undercover assignment just turned into a death sentence because now you're staring down the fucking barrel of a gun because they just made you. All because the chief of police and whoever the controller was or whoever the fucking civilian working with them wanted to appease the woke left when you should have just grabbed you down, pulled your fucking nuts out of your stomach out of your purse. Okay. And fucking or grabbing from your wife's purse or grabbing from your fucking the drawer in your on your desk. Screwed them on real quick and be like, "No. That's not going to happen. I'm protecting the officers' identities of all my officers because just because they work patrol or traffic or whatever or detectives does not mean they can never go undercover and we fo- we publish their information now." We make it even difficult, more difficult for them to go undercover. So now you have 9,300 officers whose info is all out there. And it looks, it was looking like they were going to release more, but then law, a lawsuit started coming off. And I'll tell you what, if this doesn't turn into a class action lawsuit, someone's getting fucking paid off. And that ain't good. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, I so, just think there's a lot. So um, let's talk about what this has then turned into. Um, there is a website that has been around. I, it looks like for a long fucking time. The watchdog group, that's for sure. So yeah. Well, it looks like it's a fucking nut job group. Um, at Killer Cop nineteen eighty four. Is that the one you're looking at? I'm looking at killercop.com. So the guy who owns and I don't even want to give this fucking website out, dude. I well, I I am because I want people to look at it and fucking. Right. Like, you know what? Every single fucking listener, go and fucking crash this website. Just go fucking log on all at the, the same guy's time name. and fucking crash his website. <laughs> the guy's name is Steven mm-hmm. Suitcliffe. That's S as in Sam, U as in Union, T as in yeah, Tom, we'll his C as in Charlie, ass. L as in Lincoln, I as in Ida, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, E as in Edward. I still got phonetics. Bam. At KillerCop1984.com. Or just at, he posts, I'm sorry, he posts under their handle, at KillerCop1984. Yeah. So this guy is being sued now and I'll read the, I'm going to read the article from LA. Uh, well, not LA times. Cause fuck the LA times. Uh, let's see. LAPD officers file a lawsuit to take killer cops website down Friday in California superior court, a group of Los Angeles police officers, as well as the union representing them, the Los Angeles police protective league filed a lawsuit against the owner of killer cops website, demanding that it be taken down immediately. Late last week, the LAPD mistakenly, <laughs> uh, mistakenly, mistakenly, yeah, it wasn't an accident. I don't even think it was a mis- like it was a mistake, but I don't think it was mistakenly. I think it was fucked up. The LAPD screwed the pooch, but that's I mean, a they whole thought other about thing. it. It's like you don't. Just, that's the thing. Like you don't. You don't be like, do oh like, shit, do we do that without thinking about it? Like, Nine thousand officers named. Uh, you know, that's not an anyway. oopsie, bro. That's like anyway, yeah. Now, okay, let me back up. Let me back up. The level at which the decision to release the names was made is probably at least captain, right? Uh, 
the person like you figure sure it was or a some captain. deputy chief or assistant chief trying to make it higher deputy chief no but here's the thing the assistant they were signed off it was signed off by at the at the assistant or deputy chief level and was probably executed or done physically oh, at sure. the captain level right yeah probably person okay. trying to make deputy chief Based on what I know about deputy or assistant chiefs and captains, it is entirely possible that one of these motherfuckers, it doesn't have the common sense that God gave a common mule and didn't even think about the fact that, oh, oh, well, we have to release the name. So I'm just going to go ahead and release him. And then somebody went, did you fucking release him with all the undercover names? And he went, or she went, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it's I'm called not even, being transparent. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we have to be transparent. And so I was just following the court order and you're like, these, there were some undercover motherfuckers. Well, they're cops and I have to release it. I, I honestly believe that somebody fucking could have done that. Like it could have been a dipshit move. It might not have been like, fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm going to release their identities. It might have literally been based on what I know about how promotions work in law enforcement. Well, it could have been the of- dumbest captain on earth. There's a lot of people who get their pockets greased, right? They grease the wheels a little bit, and they're like, they're fucking I shouldn't fucking do this, grease. I don't give a fuck because I'm about to come into some cash. And they do it. Or or the level of incompetence that is being promoted, right, mm-hmm. gets promoted. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck did you? And these are people who never worked patrol for very long, got inside very quick. This is me speaking from stuff that I've heard from friends who work this agency. Okay. I can't speak by that. I know everything, but I'm just, this is pretty solid info from people that I know. And they were going to name nameless, um, remain nameless. Sorry. Yeah. The level of incompetence getting their initials are fuck and you (laughs) (laughs) getting promoted is fucking wild. These people get promoted. They spend no time in the field. They come back as a Sergeant. They spend no time as a fucking Sergeant. Their probationary period is one year. They get sucked up inside because they're getting taken care of. Then they go and they do this and they make Sergeant two or Lieutenant from there. They promote higher from Lieutenant two. They go to work some patrol function for, you know, the the bare minimum get taken care of. Boom. Patrol function. My fucking ass, dude. They're the house mouse watch commander. They have no (laughs) fucking responsibility whatsoever. Let me, let me explain something to you. Have you ever heard of the Peter principle, Chuck? And it, this is not a locker room conversation. So this is an actual thing. And... Okay. So it's also known as you are promoted to the level of your own incompetence. Okay. So the principle of it is, and it it works in so many aspects of life. You do a decent job, right? And you don't cause any problems. And so they promote you. And you still do a decent job. And you don't cause any problems. So they promote you. And then you still do a decent job. And then you don't cause any problems. So they promote you. Now you're in middle management somewhere. And you start to fuck up. Because you've reached a level where you are no longer competent. You are now incompetent at your job. You have been promoted past your level of competency. Right. So you no longer get promoted. But you are left Sounds. in the position where you are least it's you're left in the position where you are first pr- proven incompetent. That so what you have solid. is you have is, oh, you were a competent officer. Didn't piss anybody off. You have a co- you were a competent sergeant. You didn't piss anybody off. Now you're a lieutenant. You're not a great lieutenant. So we're you're not going to make there. captain. But also. We can't get rid of you from lieutenant, so we're just going to leave you there. So all the fucking lieutenants that are competent get promoted to captain, theoretically. And then all the fucking lieutenants that are incompetent stay lieutenants. (laughs) Now, when they promote from lieutenant to captain, all of a sudden, they're no longer competent because they're now a captain. And they're not competent as captains. Now. This is a very simple principle that doesn't take into account cronyism and nepotism and the fact that people fucking are incompetent and screw the pooch all the time and get promoted right. because of their name or, you know, it's not who you know, it's so who you blow. That I heard that happens only about 15% of the time, 20% of the time on <laughs> right. that agency. 60% of the time, it happens 100% of the time. <laughs> there is, <laughs> now there is, uh, I'm not good at patrol. Get promoted. I'm well, not good at sergeant. Get promoted. But here's the thing. I'm not good at sergeant. Get this is what I was going to say. I was told early on in my career, if you are not taking the occasional complaint, you're not, not your doing job. your job. 
I heard that too. Our oh, was job, I fucking wrong. Police department job pisses people off, right? You're taking people to jail. You're telling people no. You're telling people fuck off. You're telling people I'm sorry. You can't do that. It's going to piss people off. And you're going to make them so upset that, God, you think the Karens of this world who will complain to the manager of fucking Walmart because they didn't get the fucking shade of throw pillow they wanted because the lady in front of them took it first. You think that if that woman gets a ticket, she's not going to complain or if she gets arrested, she's not. Fuck. Yeah, she's going to complain. The world is tons of fucking bitches and assholes that are going to complain about dumb shit and cops doing their job are going to get complaints, period, end of story. So that means if you get promoted and they look at your record and they're like, oh, he doesn't get any complaints. Well, not working. That's because you're not doing your fucking job. You don't know your job. You're afraid of your job. Right. Yeah. If I were. I agree to that. I were the in, in the administration. I'd be like, how many complaints does he get? Does he get just enough to be fucking out doing his job? Because that's what I want. I want the guy. Yeah, who you don't gets want the someone who's right, like fucking honored pages of fucking complaints. No, if if like, oh, he was rude. He was officious. He fucking and he shows a complete lack of common sense. He's taking a bunch of discipline. She's fucking doesn't know We're her ass from the ground. It's fucking complaints about her tactics, dude. If you're complained about from other officers, if you're complained about from the general public, you that's know, different. okay, that's fucking different. But if you look at somebody's jacket and they're like, yeah, he, this guy complained about the fact that he was arrested for trespassing and the officer was fucking rude. Or this guy complained, you know, this girl complained because the officer gave him a ticket and was like not, you know, super friendly and didn't give him a break or fucking dude. Also, you have to understand that if there's complaints and they're un- a lot of them are unfounded, that's good. It means people are making shit up about you. Right, but I heard that agency doesn't give a fuck about those. They just look at your complaints and go, he's a problem officer. Correct. So they promote people who don't get complaints. Well, what are those fucking people? They're lops who don't do their job. They so who gets they're promoted? They're scared of their fucking job. Right. And that leads also, to incompetence Also, you get into agency. special assignments. Special assignments help you promote. Mm-hmm. But what do guys do? They do fucking three years on patrol, and the first chance they get, they put in for a special assignment. So they don't have any real patrol experience. They get into a special assignment. They start to get very specialized skills. Then they fucking promote. And what's the first thing they do when you promote? They put you back out of fucking patrol. So now the guys mm-hmm. that are promoting and supervising patrol never really had any fucking patrol experience to speak of. That's why I, you know what, and I heard that that agency they they do that a lot where uh, every who they agency like, who they like every agency yeah who they like gets promoted or gets comes off patrol just does enough patrol time and they're like oh let's take him into to dope or to gangs or to vice and then you have the dude who's been busting his ass doing uh you know stuff on the wall and you know helping out all these different units and and, and doing all this and they're like hey man I would like to get in the unit and then there's a lieutenant in that unit who's like. No, he gets too many complaints. He's a risk management issue. So there goes gangs, vice, and narcotics. So now you're fucked out of all of them. Yeah. Now you're labeled as a risk management issue, and no one wants to fucking touch you. Why? Because you're doing your fucking job. Everything is 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 uh, sustained. Nothing is factual. Or it's all unfounded. I'm sorry, not sustained. <laughs> That's bad. It's all unfounded. Nothing sustained. And you're getting penalized. For people making complaints for you doing your fucking job. Now, that doesn't make any sense. If you go on to this killer cop website, he has a frequently asked questions section. And what's amazing is if you start to read it, it's just, it's not frequently asked questions. It's literally just him writing, like, here's a frequently asked question. What happened next? Everything is, how did the website get started? Boom, there's a paragraph. Then the next frequently asked question is, what happened next? Then there's another paragraph. You know what the next frequently asked question is? What What happened next? (laughs) And there's another paragraph. You know what the next frequently asked question is? What happened next? next? (laughs) I don't get it, dude. This is literally him just like bitching about what happened. Soapbox. On what to him when he got arrested. So let me let me give you a a little bit of context now let, let's let's back up this guy is literally this is one of the reasons he's being sued apparently and i haven't read through the fine print on the website but 
the lawyers have enough to sue him. So I can trust that at least there's at least enough to go to court on it. He is offering a $1,000 bounty to anyone who kills a cop making a quote unquote illegal arrest Mm -hmm. and a $2,000 bounty. If that cop works for the Los Angeles police department and check this out, he allegedly wrote, remember, Rewards are doubled all year for detectives and female cops. Yeah. So here now I want to talk about when he says an illegal arrest. Okay. Utah just had a recent event where this dude was in his car and the family's like, they fucking murdered him on a traffic stop for no reason. Like, ooh, Utah cops murder man won't release body camera footage. Blah, 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 blah. So I look it up. A couple of days later, they released the body camera footage. So it wasn't that they were covering anything up. They just hadn't released the body camera footage. Yet. Right. They have to do their investigation. Guess what this guy was? A fucking sovereign citizen. Mm. So he had a bullshit fake awesome. license plate on his car. And he was <laughs> they, he got pulled over for a legitimate reason. And he starts, I don't have to give you my license. I'm not, I'm a citizen of the fucking world. I'm not, uh, you have no authority. And, and for those of you who don't know what sovereign citizens are, if you're in law enforcement and you're listening to this fucking podcast, you better get your ass to a fucking computer and look up what sovereign citizens are and watch some goddamn training films right now. Go to a goddamn class on sovereign citizens. They are a huge danger. I would rather pull over a fucking gangbanger or a drug dealer. Then pull over a sovereign citizen. I, the moment I would see a sovereign citizen, there was one I would work next to, like this house. Give him a fucking forty-five caliber Q-tip, dude. I found him one night. I, I parked on this dark street, and I was fucking doing my log. And all of a sudden, this dude comes out screaming, yelling at me, "Fucking full light, turn on!" Yeah, dude, looking like uh, something out of a militia. I was like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Come to yeah. find out, it was a sovereign citizen, and there was a mm-hmm. bunch of them in the area that I worked. And anytime I, they'd be like, "I'm a sovereign," I just walked the fuck away. A lot of those dude. First Amendment auditors are part of the sovereign citizen movement. Yeah. And they believe they know the law better. My wife fucking my wife is obsessed with watching sovereign citizen videos of sovereign citizens going to court and talking to cops <laughs> and making their outrage. Like, dude, their claims Funny. are so fucking bananas. It's not like you have no legal authority to arrest me. Um, you're trespassing on private property, and the owner of the private property has told you not to trespass. You have no legal authority to arrest me. Uh, you're fucking trespassing right now. Yeah, you have no legal authority to arrest me. Um, you you rolled a stop sign. I'm going to give you a ticket. You have no legal authority to give me a ticket. You have no legal authority to arrest me. You, this is an unlawful detainment. This is a Terry stop. What, Terry, what stop. Terry stop. Terry <laughs> stop. I don't. I don't uh, see these these rules as law or some shit. Right. They, they say, I don't like, have to. I, I don't, don't have to recognize these. your. Yeah. I don't recognize these. Yeah. So. so this is this is what this says. This is back in 1995, bro. Homeboy knows how to hold a grudge. The frequently really? asked question is, what started all this? On October 7, 1995, I was assaulted on a public beach in Venice. I made a citizen's arrest. <laughs> First of all, the fact that you made a citizen's arrest, bro. That let's let's just. Citizen's arrest is about the most chicken shit thing that, that cops have to deal with because normally oh, it's dog shit. Better. You know when citizen's arrests are legitimate? When the cops look at you and they give you this really intense stare and they're like, hey, listen, um, I just want to explain. I cannot make arrests for misdemeanors not committed in my presence. However, you have to. if you want to make a citizen's arrest... All you have to do is tell me I want that person placed under arrest for said violation and I will go fucking arrest them right now. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. Know what I mean? Right. And sign this piece of paper. <laughs> and sign this fucking piece of paper, please. Quick. <laughs> that's yeah. how most of them work. Not I want to make a private yeah. person's arrest. And that's, that's a bit of a waste. You don't have and to then you get into a fucking private. battery on someone. <laughs> right. Exactly. So he says, and I made a citizen's arrest. Then Pacific Division. So for those of you who don't know it, it's the beach, like Pacific blue Venice, like fucking they ride around with their little bikes and their polo shirts and their shorts and and their ATVs and shit. Pacific division of the LAPD officers arrived at the scene. I told the officer in charge and she named this person names the officer. I won't, but I wanted to charge this woman for the assault and battery. Okay. It doesn't explain um, 
what the assault and battery was. Like he doesn't explain the incident. Just says, I wanted to charge a woman for assault and battery. The officer refused to take custody. Well, right, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, um, you cannot refuse. It's unlawful to refuse to take a private person's arrest. However, you What's can cite crime? and release them on spot. <laughs> no, no, no. If they make the private person's arrest, you're obligated. Whether they, whether you, you know, they're alleging a crime occurred and it didn't occur in your presence. You were law, lawfully obligated to take the, take the arrest. However, if you think it's bullshit, you write them a fucking ticket and say, you've been arrested. Here's right. your citation. Fucking appear in court. Peace out. The officer refused to take custody, then kicked me off the public beach against my wishes. Well, that's what <laughs> kicked off means, right? Against my wishes and falsely detained and arrested me on accusations from the same woman who had just assaulted me. Ah, so you can make a private person's arrest, but this woman can't is what you're saying, because this woman right. turned around and this is the whole like, oh, I'm charging him with battery. Well, I'm fucking he hit me, too. So I'm going to charge him with battery. OK, then it's mutual fucking combat. I'm going to arrest you both for battery. Oh, no, we don't want to. We don't want to go to jail for battery. So neither one. We're We're cool. We're cool. Right. So uh, accusations that were false on their face, such as attempted breaking and entering. I complained heavily to her commanding officer and internal affairs by means of the telephone and mail. Internal affairs opened an investigation. In the meantime, I sued the woman for the assault in civil court. She admitted committing the assault. She called the officer who had let her go to testify in her defense, and they lost. Okay, so now there is no doubt that I was assaulted on the beach. And he goes, dude, so this motherfucker had a, dude, it goes on for two full website internet pages. Shut up. That's stupid. This This motherfucker wants to kill cops um, because fucking some bitch spit banana on his fuck. I don't know what it was, but like (laughs) he probably committed a felony and he was trying to arrest her on a misdemeanor. And they're like, no, we're going to arrest you now. I can't tell you how many times the person who called the police gets arrested. It happens Dude, all the fucking I've time. talked about it it's on the fucking show. The unwritten rule that I was taught by a fucking senior officer is whenever possible, arrest the RP. Call again. <laughs> so oh, three you want to LA- call the cops? Turns out you have a fucking warrant. Turn around, put your hands behind your back. Well, god damn it, I'm the one who called. You know, so too fucking mad. I know. Oh shout out to America, America. You'd love to go to jail. Anyways, um, Three Los Angeles police officers are suing the owner of copkiller.com or killercop.com, accusing him of publishing their photos on his website, uh, putting out a bounty on them. And the first legal action steaming from the Los Angeles Police Department's release on the names and photos um, of almost every sworn officer, more than 9,300 officers, including some who work undercover as part of a public records request, uh, police watchdog group posted the images online last Friday. The lawsuit, which was filed Friday by the Los Angeles Police Protective League on behalf of officers, not going to say their name. Um, asked uh, that the photos and other identifying information be taken down from the killercop.com uh, site. And a tweet mentioned in the lawsuit, Stephen Sutcliffe, who posted under the handle killercop1984, allegedly wrote on Twitter, remember, rewards are doubled all year for detectives and female cops. Tweet included included an image of a monetary reward for killing an LAPD officer, the lawsuit says. According to the suit, a later uh, tweet allegedly included a link to a database to officers' photos along with the caption. Clean headshots on these LAPD officers A to Z. This is why that fucking is a big problem of those what we were originally speaking about because of sites like this. In an interview Friday, Suitcliffe said of the lawsuit, it's malicious, it's uh, retaliatory, it's vindictive and frivolous. Their motion is filed with lies. He added, they are trying to silence my free speech. The truth cannot be retaliatory. It is First Amendment protected speech, not when you are trying to commit terrorist threats or criminal threats. Uh, the information about the officers was turned over by LAPD officials in response to a public records request by a journalist with the nonprofit newsroom Knock LA, then posted by Stop LAPD Spying Coalition, Watch the Watchdogs, um, and a group that wants to abolish traditional law enforcement. Go fucking figure. But in the interim has pushed for radical transparency. The Watch the Watchers database includes each officer's name, ethnicity, rank, date of hire, division, bureau, badge number, as well as photos of the officer. After the site launched, department leaders uh, revealed that the that they inadvertently release photos of officers working in undercover capacity and they begin inadvertently and they begin to inter- 
internal investigation to determine how the mistake occurred. Sources have said that the undercover officers whose identities were compromised in the release uh, number in the dozens, if not hundreds. Uh, I guarantee you nobody sees discipline behind this. Unless oh. they don't like the person who did it, in which case they're going right. to become the sacrificial lamb, sacrificed you know on the altar of public opinion. Now, the, why are we talking about this? Okay. Oh, go ahead. Uh, he said in an interview on Friday that he supports the league's effort to have the photos taken down, but not when someone came to you and said, hey, why don't we just publish it all? Okay. Like, it makes no fucking sense, dude. Because yeah. his approval so, has to be on this. Here's one of the reasons we're talking about this. Um, this happened in California. And for those of you who don't know what POBAR is, California has POBAR, P-O-B-A-R, the Police, Police Officers Office. Bill of Rights. Yep. Okay. P-O-B-R. Peace Officers' Bill of Rights. Cobar, yeah. The Police Officers' Bill of Rights in California is pretty good as far as protection of officers. It's what defines how their jobs are protected to keep them from becoming victims of politics, to keep them from becoming victims of fucking supervisors that are vindictive. Like, our job makes, like, as we discussed, our job makes us unpopular. And this Peace Officer Bill of Rights is designed to keep unpopularity from causing us to lose our jobs, our pensions, all that kind of stuff. It defines how you can be disciplined, how you can be fired, what the steps are involved in that. Dude, not every state has POBAR. No. Right? No. There are so many states where police officers are at will employees, and if you fuck up, they can just fire you. You can just piss somebody off, and they'll fire you, and you're done. You get injured. And they're like, oh, you're injured, you can't do the job, you're fired. Yeah. Wait, no medical retirement? No, fuck you, medical retirement. You're fired. Can't do the job. Yeah. So we're telling you this so that you can be aware, forewarned is forearmed. If this shit can happen in California where there's the Peace Officer Bill of Rights and cops are, are legally protected from a lot of bullshit, and they're a, one of the biggest departments in the, the state and also one of the biggest police departments in the country. Third biggest in the country with 10,000 sworn. If they can just go... Oops. Sorry. But also if we are fucked because we already did it. Right. This could happen anywhere. So that's why we're talking about it. Um, So just be, keep your head on a swivel boys and girls fucking this pissed me off enough and pissed Chuck off enough, especially on behalf Mm -hmm. of our friend whose fucking identity just pops up on the fucking internet. As soon as you Google it, that we were like, nah, pretty sure bullshit. I'm pretty sure that officer is going to be calling a lawyer on Monday. Well, I'm sure he his pro- he or she has probably fucking told you his intentions or her intentions, and he's going to join or she's going to join all of the other fucking cops, and who knows, it might become a class action, and the LAPD could get raked over the coals. But if you think fucking yeah. LAPD was having hiring, and, and believe you me, agencies across the country are having hiring problems, inc- mm-hmm. and the recruiting problems at LAPD are no different. No. In fact, in often case, they're worse. So no, they're lowering your standards like crazy too, from what I've heard and seen. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. So uh, since we don't have a guest, we're going to end our episode with a listener uh, request for a dedication. And uh, this is for an officer that was killed uh, March 12th, 2023. So detective Sergeant Mason Griffith of the Herman police department, Herman, Missouri, end of watch Sunday, March 12th, 2023. Detective Sergeant Mason Griffith was shot and killed at Casey's Convenience Store at 115 Highway 19 in Herman around 9.30 p.m. Sergeant Griffin and another office, Griffith and another officer were responding to a disturbance at a convenience store. When the officers arrived, a shootout occurred. Both officers were shot. One officer is in serious but stable condition. Sergeant Griffith succumbed to his injuries at Herman Area District Hospital. The subject shot both officers and fled the scene. He has a long history of criminal charges with multiple outstanding felony warrants. Additionally, there is a warrant for his arrest for not showing up to court in 2022. He barricaded himself in a home near the shooting and was taken into custody the next day at 2 p.m. by the Missouri Highway Patrol SWAT team. He's been charged with murder first degree, assault first degree with serious physical injury and or a special victim, two counts of armed criminal action, and one count of unlawful possession of a firearm. 
Sergeant Mason had served with the Herman Police Department for over 12 years and was the part-time chief of police of the Rosebud Police Department and reserve deputy sheriff of the Gascade County Sheriff's Office. He is survived by his wife, two sons, his mother, and his father. He was 34 years old, and his tour of duty was 12 years. Mm. Um, first of all, rest easy, brother. We got it from here. Um, this goes out to you. Second of all, if at all possible, I'm going to say this. When I, if, if I had gone down on the line of duty, I had always hoped that whoever got me was never taken into custody. Yeah. So I will just yeah. say that. And hopefully this man will face legal justice because he certainly didn't face moral justice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there isn't uh, <clears throat> the state where I'm at just to prove the fucking firing squad. So fuck. Really? Yeah. Wow. Utah, Utah still has the firing squad. I don't think they're the oh, only shit. state, but Utah still has the firing squad. The last time they f- used the firing squad on somebody was, uh, let's see, 10 years ago. You can select it in Utah. Um, and the last time they did it was, uh, oh, um, no, it wasn't 10 years ago. Um, let's see, 1977. So it's still a punishment in Utah. Um, it is also now a punishment in Idaho and many other Fuck. states. But in Idaho, it's not a choice. Um, in Idaho, it's, oh, we don't have the drugs to do lethal injection because they're hard to get. So you're going to die by firing squad. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wild. And I don't have a single problem with it. Uh, you Making can actually, commit if there's crimes. a fucking if there's a volunteer section of the Idaho Department of Corrections looking for <laughs> rifled marksmen. I'll sign up. I'll fucking, I'll pay for my own ammo. I'll provide my own rifle. I'll pay for my own gas. <laughs> so oh my God. To, to the fucking head of Idaho Department of Corrections, if you're looking for people that have some free time, look no further. Um, just because sometimes justice needs to be justice and not. You ever heard the expression justice delayed is justice denied? No. When it takes fucking 20 years to t- carry out somebody's fucking death sentence, that's just a delay. And yeah. it's honestly denying the family. Like 20 years later, you're you're taking and don't come at me with these fucking anti-death penalty arguments of which it's not right. our right to take somebody's life. No, no, no. Here's the deal. The way I believe morally, my religion, God can forgive you. But you have lost the right to be here with us. Your immortal soul can move on to the next plane and you can go have a conversation with the almighty creator and apologize for whoever the fuck you killed in the human world. And you can maybe go meet the person that you killed in the afterlife and apologize to them. Be like, sorry, dude, I've fucked up, you know, and maybe they, maybe it's all hunky dory in the afterlife, but you forfeited the right to be here with us because you proved that you do not play well with others. You know what was really chilling to hear? It was this, uh, it was this trial of this, this murderer killed a lot of people <clears throat> and he killed this guy and he was, he got arrested for it. He got caught and he goes to prison. He goes to trial. He's in trial and he goes, I just want to tell you, ask something judge and thanks everybody in the court. You know, he was representing himself <laughs> lost, obviously man who represented uh-huh. himself as a fool for a client. And then he asked the judge, he goes before, I don't want to influence your, 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 sentencing but i would like to be i would like to offer myself up for the death penalty because i know that i will sit on death row for like 10 20 years he goes and i'm going to have a more comfortable time there than i would in general population or or Mm -hmm. you know whatever other custody you know supermax custody i'd be in i would like to be on death row he's like i know it's selfish he goes but as i'm getting older i want the comforts and Mm -hmm. I would like to be on death row because I'll have those comforts. And then he goes, and then I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, um, you know, speeding up my process and dying early. He goes, cause I believe in reincarnation. He goes, this time I was reincarnated as a bad guy. Next time, maybe I won't. Maybe next time you'll be reincarnated as a bad, re- bad person. And maybe you'll be getting the death penalty. And that's what he said in the court. I was like, what the fuck? This dude's nuts. He ended up getting a death penalty, but well, he already wanted. 
Yeah. So that's crazy. Though. We'll talk. We should. We, we'll talk about that another time. But um, there was a time when if you got sentenced to death in California, it was like six weeks later you were dead. Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. So what, what time period was that? Uh, that was fifties and sixties, bro. It was not that long yeah. ago. Yeah. Wow. There was a time where you got sentenced to fucking death, bro. You were getting gassed within six months. There was no right? overcrowding issues. No. Death Row was a temporary housing facility. Anyway. All right, Chuck, where can people get us? I'm fucking well, too pissed to keep going. <laughs> you can follow us on our uh, Instagram and our Facebook. Uh, we have a website. Um, stand by. I'm going to grab. It's www.warstoriesofficial.com. There you I go. know it by heart. And then, <laughs> and then you can go to our Instagram and our Facebook at war. Facebook is at war underscore stories underscore official. Um, no, I'm sorry. That was our Instagram and our Facebook is at war stories podcast. Uh, if you already follow us, please share info when we do post it. Um, we have links to everything in our bio on both Instagram and Facebook. That includes the podcast, YouTube, uh, our website. Um, Website again is www.warstoriesofficial.com. We still have some gear left. If you want to be featured on the show or you're a friend you want that you think would be a great fit, uh, please go to booking.warstories at gmail.com and email me. We can talk about it, send them our info and stuff like that. Uh, but if you're going to send us their info, please let them know about us prior. We're looking for law enforcement, veterans, corrections, dispatchers, fire, medics, veterans, ER staff. Um, if you have a friend you think would be a great fit, again, like I said, let them know about us. Uh, again, thank you for your support. Stay safe. All right. I think that about does it. I'm going to go uh, pour myself a stiff drink to try and recover from all the shit that we did just piss me off. I'm going to go fucking, you know what? I'm going to go uh, make some tacos. That's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go have taco night. And uh, for the rest of you, I hope you're having uh, a good night. Stay safe out there. If you're not working, go make some tacos for yourself. And until our next episode, come home with your shield or honor.